No mai haramai to the Kia Order podcast series. I'm Waimiri Dangi, otherwise known as Midi, Mids, Lil Mids, Midi Moo, or the Little Blonde Moldy Girl. Join me for a podcast series where we'll be having a corridor with friends who are doing freaking cool things to strengthen areas of their whare tapafa. We'll find out how they've done what they have and hear their tips to empower you to balance your well-being. So grab a paddle, jump on this waka, and let's start a journey into living our best lives. Tiana is hands down my go-to girl for any life advice. She is super grounded and I've never met anyone more down to earth than her. She was raised by her whanau to always hold a strong connection to the land and natural environment. It wasn't until she was out of those whanau-based communities that Tiana realised not everyone was brought up to do the same. Through this, she truly realised the importance of connection to the natural environment, o te taha whenua and te whare tapawha. Kia ora te whanau, no mai hoki mai to episode 3 of the Kia Ora podcast. I'm here with a very, oh no, she's not here with me because she lives in Australia, so I <laughs> couldn't get her in the studio, but we're super lucky to have her on the line with us. Kia ora Tiana. Kia ora Mid. Tell the listeners a wee bit about who you are. My name is Tiana. He urio no Ngātikoro me Ngāti Tonga. I was born and raised in Wellington. I was brought up by my mum and grandparents. Both my grandparents hail from the Māori East Coast, the Ngāti Pro region. I was brought up to be very staunch, very proud of where I'm from. And I'm now currently living in Melbourne, Australia. Awesome. Thanks for coming to talk to us on the Kia Ora podcast about the importance of our connection to the land and natural environment, or in other words, our taha whenua and te whare tapawha. So te taha whenua hasn't actually always been that well known in te whare tapawha. Like I've only really discovered it about a year ago. So tell us a little bit about what te taha whenua or our connection to the natural environment means to you. Taha whenua, it's very important to me. I think it's very important to us Māori in particular as well because as Māori, we do fuck up our back to the land. Obviously, we see it in our mihi, we see our mountain, our awa, our area, etc. So that just goes to show how important it is to us. It is something that can't be objectified. It's not materialistic in any way. It's something I think that we acknowledge to be living and yeah. that we are connected to, past, present and future as well. Yeah. So I think Taha Whenua really needs to be understood as not just our connection with the land itself, but as our connection to our whānau, our tipuna, our mokokona to come and our history and culture too. Yeah, totally. It's more than just, like you said, it's more than just connection yeah. to the land. It's Definitely. connection to yeah everything, our whakapapa and our past, present and future. So how important do you think te taha whenua is just in general? I think taha whenua it's especially important right now in the current global climate that we're in um, with everything going on at the moment from Brazil, the Amazon rainforest, Mihumata, global warming in general mm. because taha whenua it is linked with kaitiakitanga which basically means guardianship of the land so yeah. it's all about protecting the earth, living in harmony with the land as well so just based off that definition alone, kaitiakitanga could, you know, literally save the world. So it's not only just about the benefits for yourself, but also the earth as well. It's like, how are you going to maintain a strong taha whenua when there is no whenua? In terms of myself as well, it honestly helps me in every area of my life. It keeps me grounded. I know who I am because of my culture and my connection to the land as well. So it's one of those things that really undescribable. Like I think I'd have to write a whole essay to try and explain, <laughs> but all my fellow Maori out there know what I'm on about as well. So there's just this feeling you feel 
accepted, complete, proud, and you feel like you belong. And so you've always held this connection to the whenua, but it wasn't until you were really out of those environments that were predominantly whānau-based yep. or predominantly Māori-based that you realised how important your connection is to the whenua. So tell us a little bit about that journey of yours. My journey with Taha Whenua has been one that I've actually always known, but not one that I've always been actively aware of. And what I mean by that is that I've always known where I'm from. I've been taught about the traditions and ways that are specific to my whānau, my iwi, my hapu. So I've always been educated on the history of my whenua and background, but it wasn't actually until I started to connect with, I guess, those different ethnicities and travel outside of New Zealand and become aware of those that don't actually have that connection to the Mm. land or where they're from that I realised just how prevalent mine was, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I realised that I actually did have this connection and I realised just how important it was to me because before that it was just a way of being and just a part of who I was. And I think throughout that journey I just got to realise how important it was to me personally. Yeah, and it's really awesome that you've, you realise that now and you're very aware of how important Te Taha Whenua is to you personally, especially because you're now living over in Australia, so you are physically disconnected from your whenua back here in Aotearoa. So how have you managed to navigate your taha whenua while being over there in Australia? Yes, being in Australia, it is really different here, even though we are very similar in a lot of ways and we're quite close to each other. But it is really different and you honestly feel it straight away. So I think being here has definitely really shown me the importance of taha whenua and the importance to know that connection and to know where you're from and your culture and your background as well because it really feels like Australia is kind of lacking that connection Mm. Um, and it kind of has this ripple effect that trickles down and has an effect on their overall culture as a country. And I see it in the way that they treat others, how they navigate the world, what is prioritised, what's cared about, and obviously how the earth is treated, and their Indigenous people as well. Um, So before moving here, this was always something that I was conscious of. I knew that it was going to be a big change. I knew that I was going to be transitioning from a place where I had occupied a space where I had been tangata whenua and held this great connection to the land. And going from that into a space where I was all of a sudden going to be a visitor in someone else's ancestral homelands where I wouldn't necessarily have this deep connection to. So I think because I was aware of that before the actual move, that's what really kind of helped me come to terms with it and be able to navigate changes that came with it. Yeah. I think being aware, that is actually such a good um, tip or it's really good advice for others who may be feeling like they're um, shifting into an environment or are in an environment where they've lost a sense of connection to anything really, not just whenua, but yeah, just being aware of the environment you're in um, is a really good starting point of trying to navigate your way through it. So Tiana, is there any other advice or tips that you have for people who are wanting to strengthen their connection with the natural environment or taha whenua in Te Whare Tapawha? For our rangatahi Māori in particular, I'd honestly really encourage you to just talk to your grandparents, reach yeah. out, they're literally an untapped resource right there in front of you. If they're raised where you were from, then ask them about their childhood, ask them about the landscape, ask them about the history and what it's like there. Go back to where you're from as well. I promise you, you will feel different. I always feel different when I go back to where you're from. And I think especially because 
I know the history and the kaupapa behind where I'm from. It's just powerful. So yeah. when oh, I'm there, I'm like, oh, all my ancestors, all my whanau, they all walked the stretch of earth once upon a time and we're all connected back to it. And if you don't have the means to do that or you don't have any whānau that's accessible in the know, then just do your own research. Do your Googles. Yeah. Get amongst it. <laughs> and I guarantee that learning about your history and your tipuna is going to empower you even more. It's going to strengthen your taha whenua. It's going to make you feel connected. And it's just naturally going to happen the more you learn. Awesome. Is there any other tips or advice you have for um, rangatahi who are non-Māori who might not have that same whakapapa and connection we have to the whenua but are still wanting to strengthen their taha whenua? Yep, they could definitely get in touch with their grandparents as well. But it's just as simple as going outside. Honestly, getting that fresh air. They don't tell us that for no reason when you're feeling stressed. Go out and feel that sunlight hit your skin. And go to the beach as well. Be reminded of how small your problems are. Although your feelings are valid, we just live in a day and age where it's very hectic and we have so many things on our plate. So sometimes that's all you need. You just need to be snapped out of it or they just need to be minimised. I think solitude and stillness is something that we don't get a lot of these days and it is very underrated. So go and feel that calmness that comes along with being in nature. Once you start, you can just build up from there pretty much. Yeah, so many good nuggets of knowledge. (laughs) And yeah, and thanks so much for sharing. Thanks for having me. It's been an honour. Thank you so much for listening to the Kia Order Podcast. Please follow Kia Order Podcast on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter to find more episodes and catch up on any you might have missed. Sharing the podcast online or with your friends and whanau helps so much in spreading healthy living advice to others who may really need it. We've got some pretty awesome guests coming up to empower you to live your best life with weekly episodes available each Friday. Hey kuna!